I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. They really aren't. Thanks very much, Mr. Clark. Aren't you two forgetting something? Well, you build in. In paranormal investigations and eliminations, the people are served by two separate yet equally important groups. The Ghostbusters, who deal with the spooks, specters, and ghosts, and the Paranormal Contracts Oversight Commission, who clean up their bureaucratic and sometimes literal messes. These are their stories. Hey folks, this is Doug, GM and showrunner of Ghostbusters Resurrection. What you're about to hear is something special. We've recently teamed up with the Interdimensional Crossrip, which is the number one Ghostbusters news and fandom podcast for everything, really. And what we did is we played a whole new Ghostbusters tabletop adventure. This is actually part two of that adventure. And if you want to hear the first part, you can find that on the podcast feed for the Interdimensional Crossrip. If you haven't heard part one yet, I really think you're going to like it. <laughs> I GM an all-new story starring Troy and Chris from the Interdimensional Crossrip, and they play two hapless Peacock employees who decide not to call the professionals when something supernatural happens. But it's an immersive Ghostbusters actual play, just like our show, with sound effects, music, the whole nine yards, and it might even be canonical. I mean, I'm the GM, so I can make that happen if I want. But if you're new here and you really enjoy the show, well, we've got three whole seasons worth of Cinematic Ghostbusters actual play waiting for you. So just check out our feed. And we've also got all the resources that you need to play your own Ghostbusters tabletop game over at GBRPG.com. That's enough in my yammering. Let's get back into the middle of the adventure. Previously on the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Resurrection. What would you explain this scenario? Dice! Oh my god, I have dice! They've just stumbled upon an old storage unit that appears to be full of Ghostbusters equipment. Behold! The form of your destructor! That is a breakdown of the two pieces of equipment that don't have any description. The latent image sensor and the KUD meter. Just head over to the fish market. Can you go for some sushi? Yeah, I could eat. Yeah, that guy leans in. He's like, what's what is going on, man? You're going to bust this thing? Come on, man. Sir, what is this? Go, yeah, yeah, go eat some sushi. Go, he's see, go he's, he's, he, he sees the swirling fish. He's like, oh, my God. He just can't even deal. Like, doesn't even understand what he's even processing. And he just, he's out. He's gone. Uh, just ignore that guy. Yeah, whatever. All right. Um, Ooh, I got 16. Ooh. Let's see how uh, this. And then should I, so I should do. I should still do just a regular moves, just a, this is a standard, or is this a fire weapon at this point? I'm going to give you, you know what? I'm going to give you fire weapon because it's not an unpredictable weapon. There is a cone of damage. It is a wide range, but it is controlled. So okay. I'll, I'll, I'll give you fire weapon okay. on that one. So I'll, I'll hit it with the bonus then. Uh, holy moly. I All might right, be so... eating my words later, but <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, that's exactly. We're going with it. We got uh, 10, 22, 26, 27, 28, 29. Woo! 
Ooh, okay, so, <laughs> um, fish come, uh, uh, are you going to be in their path when you shoot them? So you kind of push them back the way they came is the plan? Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of hurting them in the opposite direction of where they are so that I'm trying to disperse them gotcha. out to the wings. So if they're sure. heading toward me, I'm shooting at them head on. Right on. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So um, they they start swimming up head on, kind of not really noticing you. Uh, you cock that slider back. You fire off. And the, the, the ribbons of, of black and blue just shoot out like confetti and uh, rip through some of these uh, spectral fish. And like half of them uh, just shrivel and then just go belly up and just start to float upwards ethereally. The rest... <laughs> go into a panic, swarm, and just go exactly the opposite direction, back towards where McTruck was, and uh, uh, and and Trucky's gonna, you fire that beam, that was like sort of cutting into the ceiling just to keep him from going past you was the idea, or you want to like shoot into mm-hmm. them? Okay, so if you're no. shooting, yeah, you make that, you make that like, like whoa, don't cross this way, Woof, they're yep. gonna pull uh, like a hard, a hard banking turn, form back up into a school half the size that it was before and double timing it just trying to find trying to find some way out of there but the rest the half of the the half of the school that that uh that you had fired into uh is sort of floating up like a flint to the top of the fish tank and they stop like maybe like maybe two two feet from the ceiling (sighs) (sighs) all right do we trap them (laughs) Yeah, trap trap the ones that are uh, floating, or I mean, we could, yeah, always, we could always flush them. Floaters. Uh, there's, <laughs> yeah, we got two traps. I mean, in theory, we we now know how this works. We it, we'll trap this. We got one trap here. We'll trap them, and the other trap. Yeah, we don't we don't try yeah. anything fancy. You just need to catch them all in a in a shot. Yeah. So let me let me let me close up the trap that I had that was off to the wings that did no good, and bring that back over to where we've got now the floaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll I'll take out the garbage here, and then but now but now they've kind of scattered, so we're gonna have to hit them. We might have to go back well, for he, a few more they traps. Are, they yeah. said they, they reformed they, into a yeah. They have reformed into a smaller school, half the oh, size have. Okay. of the okay. previous one. So I, I, if, I, you want to go ahead and trap these? Yeah. So I'm let me make let me open that. up that trap, and we'll we'll get those guys uh, contained and yeah. done with. Op- open up, light sound. They put up no resistance. They're they're done. Into the trap. Trap closes. You got it. No, no problem. Uh, the other ones, they are—they're moving twice as fast as before. Just zipping, looking, and looking, looking, just desperately trying to find a way out of there. All right. Uh, should I try to just hit him with another scatter shot? You think, Trucky? Um, do you think you can get them all with one more shot? Because we only have one trap left after this. Did a pretty damn good shot that first time. I was gonna. I mean, yeah. I, I feel like you're, it, you're a pretty good shot. It covered enough ground too that if if I maybe if I back up and give a little bit of space this time and I don't you know try to hit them as precisely head on if I'm just kind of getting more of a scattered, like raking where they are. I might be able to just take them all. Yeah. Uh, let's try it. Let's see let's see what happens. Like if if I back up enough yeah. and and just shoot the smaller school, let's see what happens. Sure. I'll uh you can give them a little bit a little bit of space. You can see the trail based on the latent image sensor, uh like the this sort of circuit pattern. It's not just a circle over and over like, you know, the Daytona 500. They're like they're zigging and zagging on their own little pattern, but you can you can predict where it's going. Um go ahead and give me your moves and I'll, right. I'll 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 adjust the difficulty accordingly since we know where it's going and it's a slightly smaller target. 21 21 21 is pretty good. So, um again, they're coming in head on. You just sort of Pop up, you just rack the shot, and then boom, again, cone of ribbons just shoot out, tears right through them, they go belly up, and they're floating back up. You got them all. 
So it all, all, all it takes now is just a chance to scoop it up, and hey. this should be done. You want to do the honors, uh, Mr. Truckee? Sure. Flush. <laughs> we gather here in honor of Goldie <laughs> so, and her so dozen friends. It'll, uh, it, it sucks the rest up. You got both traps. Good to go. Uh, you step outside. A few of the people who are watching from the outside, like through the window from across the street, you get a, you get a light. Yeah, I get like a light applause. Just like, oh, man, wow, this is great. Ghostbusters didn't, look at that, coming to clean it up. You're like, man, the car's looking kind of old, though. That's kind of weird. You know, just <laughs> <laughs> and it just, they, they mumble or whatever. Uh, I'll say the gentleman who, who appears to be the owner-operator of this thing was just like, yeah, oh, man, thank you guys. Uh, but uh, say, listen, man, um, there's like some damages. I mean, it's 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 not like terrible, man. But like, you know, is there a, who do I call about some of this stuff? Like, do I, you know, do I like do I gotta call your boss? Like, I gotta call a lawyer. I don't want to do that. That ain't that cool. Like, you know, how do we handle that? Yeah, you can just send us the bill. S- send it directly to Ghostbusters, 14 North Moore Street, and uh, yeah, it's his phone taking notes on his phone. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, address it to Doctor Peter Vankman, and uh, they'll get you taken care of. Don't don't worry about it. All right, thanks, man. Hey, man, if you want to like grab like uh, like we got a couple sandwiches wrapped up there, like back in the deli section, you want to go for it, man. You're welcome to it. I this is you know, I don't know. I've I've seen some I've seen some stuff today, man. I don't know how. I got some combos <laughs> waiting for me back at the truck. <laughs> don't just do that. Yeah, I'm pretty much done with fish for the day. But thanks, I I appreciate it, man. That's uh, we're we're pretty beat. Uh, so with that, I'll say you get a uh, phone call from Jack. Uh, he's uh he says. So, um, uh, my boss is saying that there's some strange tremors happening over at the uh, the Newark uh, Museum of Art. Uh, it's it's just it's really not far from where you guys are now. Everything else needs to be under control. I've 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 called the the, the like the Central Jersey Ghostbusters. Uh, they're they're still on their way back from Trenton. It's going to be a little while longer. Um, but if you can just go check it out, I, I don't know uh, what what else is going on. But there's 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 weird rumblings happening throughout the building, and and just they they thought maybe the building was going to collapse. But I mean, it's not like breaking apart. But like you know, they're 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 freaking out. So uh, if you could just go uh, check that out. Out and I'm, I'm going to try and tell everyone that you know that you guys are, you know, you're taking control of the situation. So you know we're, we're calming things down. I'm, I'm going to try and uh, make sure the police have, have cleared anyone out of that building, so you can you know sort of have free reign to see what you can do. And Trucky, I'm hoping that Jack's boss talks to our boss, and we're getting some cred here. <laughs> well, he can just read about it in the report. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> all right. Well, let's let's head over to the museum. We should uh, load all of our stuff back up. We got. Let's see, how many traps did we have? We had four traps, and we got four. two that are occupied. No, we got three that are occupied. Three. Oh, that, yeah, that's right. That third one has still got the uh, the Rat King in it. Um, all right. Sucrose. <laughs> pizza, pizza sucrose. Um, Sucralose. Yeah, all right, let's, let's, uh, let's head to the museum, right? Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, unless, unless you want to call it in and let somebody else handle this. <laughs> <laughs> there may be another no. hour or so away. Ah, uh, no. Let's go do it. All right. Why not? Let's just do it. So as you uh, pull up to the Newark uh, Museum, uh, you uh, have pretty free reign. It's pretty open. You can pull right up. Lights and siren as you cut it off. Um, I'll say one of the managers is out there, a gentleman in a suit. Looks like he's been told to await, you know, await for your arrival. Um, he greets you and he just says, Ah, okay, Ghostbusters, I, you know, Heard that you guys were out of town and that it would take a while, so I'm, I'm glad you got here so fast. So, um, listen, uh, we have, we're about to do this uh, event uh, talking about some of the new exhibits that we have. 
um, we started to get these, uh, like, I want to say tremors. It's not like there was an earthquake, but there's some vibrations just just ringing out through the building. Um, and it's 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 like someone left a giant phone on vibrate. And it just, it's just going off every now and then. Um, I We think it's, it's mainly coming from this one wing, and I can take you there. Um, but every time this, this sound just ripples through the building, we all get this really uh, negative uh, feeling. It's, it's like that there's like some kind of imminent danger. It's really hard to describe, but I think once you step inside, you'll, you'll see what I'm talking about. Oh, that sounds uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So, well, yeah, we can, we can follow you, but let's uh, grab some stuff and we'll head into the wing. And uh, Yeah. So what equipment would you like to take with you? This sounds more suited to a KUD. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm going to grab the KUD again. Uh, PKE can't hurt either, though. Unless uh, I, we want to. Yeah, why don't I? Why don't I? I'll, why don't I take the same stuff that I took last time? I'll just take a pack, a PKE, and a KUD. That kind of covers our ground in terms of detection. Mm-hmm. Uh, we only have one trap left, right? I mean, that's that would be the only yeah. outlier. Is like, what else could we use? Uh, we don't know. We may have to double back. Um, uh, I got a, I got a heck of a run. I'm just saying, I'm uh, two time all state champ here. Packing all. Do I? Uh, I don't know. What exactly is the Vazon Collider good for? That is your heavy duty. Um, that's an uh, out of out of character. I would and more meta. I would say that's still an experimental model, sir. And if you decide to use it, we will be prototyping how that how that one is played. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, mm. And it could be overpowered, depending on how you use it. But that is uh, Mason Collider. You would know as a member of Peacock is the big guns. That is the uh, yeah. That's that's the heavy heavy boy. No, we'll leave the big guns just in case we need it. But I'm not going to lug it in. Yeah, it's uh, making the earth shake, but <sighs> but it's making big. people feel weird. Feelings always leads me to wonder if maybe a slime thrower is not a bad idea this time. Yeah, I'm going to take a slime thrower this time. I think. So trap, slime thrower, and uh, hmm, I could do goggles, or I could. I mean, maybe the goggles would help to cover ground if PKE and KUD is not picking up this thing that's possibly well, certainly underground. Ecto goggles are a little bit more idiot proof for guys like me versus a PKE meter. Um, do, 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 do. Not only that, they're saying they're getting feelings, but they're not seeing anything. So goggles yeah. could be pretty good. Goggles too. might help us. Like if if you don't take the goggles, I would almost swap out my meter for the goggles just for that reason. Mm. Let's both wear goggles. All right. Yeah. That that'll help us. Why not? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Let's. Then we're both seeing the same thing. KUD to home in on. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so I've got pack goggles KUD. And I got pack goggles and a trap. We kind of used the Liz, and it worked last time, but it didn't really help us much. I mean... Again, again, the Liz might be helpful in a situation like this. Like like, uh, If people are feeling stuff but not seeing stuff, this might be a good place for it as well. Um... You got goggles. Okay, I'm going to dump the goggles. I'll bring Liz again, too. Bring, yeah. So, pack, trap, and Liz. Give, give us a glimpse of the past. Why not? All right. I, well, you never know. I feel know, confident right? with that. Okay. You're good to go? We're good to go. So, the guy out front. So, the thing, everybody's out? It's empty in there? Yes. 
Oh, if we go then. I feel like just for for his own sake, maybe we have him lead us there, but then have him hightail it out just, just in case. Oh, he won't argue yeah. with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's certainly a little easier than having to wander a whole museum, so... Get us as close as you're comfortable, sir, and we'll take it from there. He says, "He says, all right, uh, gentlemen, just uh, follow me right this way. He'll lead you up the steps, takes you inside, and you can see there's a lot of cool little art exhibits. <clears throat> and he starts to explain. Uh, he says, this museum uh, actually was established in uh, 1909. So uh, in the, the wing over here that I'm leading you to, uh, we started to have, like, <laughs> I mean, a little belated, but we wanted to have an anniversary, you know, with 2019, 1909. There's, there's, you know, there's a difference here, I, I realize, but just to try and get more people interested, uh, we started to show some artifacts and things that were of, uh, of, of, of some imports from 1909, uh, not only art pieces, but, you know, uh, artifacts uh, from around the world. Um, we know that uh, uh, there was uh, a famous... Uh, there's famous things happening in Russia around that time. Um, so we have some Russian artifacts. We have some uh, some stuff from France. And then and he starts going off and he says, but um, all this hasn't been unveiled to the public just yet. So I, I have a strong feeling that since this is the new section, the, the, the new exhibits, that it must be coming from here. And it, and it feels worse the, 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 the closer you are to this section. So as he leads you over, you do feel like a ripple, not like an air ripple, but almost like uh, like a like a subwoofer ripple like you can't hear it you don't you don't feel it on the surface of you but just through your core just a whoop, like a ripple that just comes through it doesn't hurt and, and it doesn't make you physically uncomfortable but it's just it just gives you a not a, not a supernatural sense but it definitely a feeling of an ominous uh uh negative feeling that that, that any normal logical person would feel um he points you in the direction of the wing, you just go around in one more exhibit, and there's a whole section that's open there, and he says, that's for digital men, I'm going to be back at just outside the main entrance, uh, good luck, and he just, he, he leaves, he's uh, not running for the door, but he's walking like he has to go to the bathroom really bad. Uh, one thing I realized when I was calling out equipment, I had said I was taking a thrower, and then when I was repeating back, I kept calling, saying pack. Can I just clarify that I'm, I've got a blow, uh, slime blower? Okay, yeah, that's fine. Did anybody assume otherwise? Uh, I, I thought you had the slime blower. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Just, I, just when, being clear. Yeah. When you said pack, I assume proton pack, but that's fine. The slime blower that that's we haven't even gotten yeah, so rocking and rolling, so we're fine. <laughs> so I, I just want to clarify with that. Um, so weird vibrational feelings. Do mm -hmm. we have a piece of equipment that deals with vibrations? Not really, but um, you your equipment you you you've brought in a bunch of equipment that's good for measuring, detecting, and locating and. Uh, uh, I thought I, I th honestly, I thought I was asking a rhetorical question because I thought that's what the uh, KUD, the KUD, KUD was. vibrates <laughs> when it's within proximity of something. Like it, it, it reacts. Like the vibration comes from it reacting, right? Yeah, it is it, the it, harmonic it, detector that has the opposite charge. Yeah, I guess it's based on charge, not yeah. Anyways, so I feel like we should we should throw on our goggles and just see what we see if we see anything, right? Like, well, sure. no, you throw on your goggles. Oh, that's right. I only I'm have not goggles. Carrying. Yeah. Okay. So I'll I'll uh, I'll give me them pop my goggles on. Uh, and I got five, just a regular five. Five, ten, fourteen. Has a, why can't I count tonight? I've got twenty-one. Ooh, okay. I'll say that there. Um, you slip the goggles on, and uh, you do detect a psychokinetic, grainy noise in this entire wing. Um, as you look around, you do see a hot spot, and it is a long glass case uh horizontally lays down you can you can approach it it's at like uh it's about about like at waist height 
and uh, it's it's slanted down a little bit so you can walk right up to it and read a plaque on it. It is, I would say, oh, it's about 14 feet long and wow. thin, and it's 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 glowing pretty pretty bright. It's hard to tell what exactly is in this case unless you go over and you and you flip up your goggles. But this definitely seems to be uh, this, this this is the hot spot for sure. All right, well I I can go check it out if you want to stay safe, or we can go in together. Yeah. I, I... <laughs> Fine. What does that even? What does that even mean? All right, I'm gonna walk, walk in, in, and, in and take a look at I it. I follow. I follow him. Okay. Um, as you approach, um, do you keep your goggles on? Or are you just gonna? How 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 are we doing this? I feel like I because I kind of know now that that's the hot spot, right? So I can pull the goggles off and sure. I just want to know if, if if you were able to re- with your naked eyes, if you're able gonna be able to see what the, what the object is. Otherwise, I'd sell Trucky. Uh, so what you see appears to be. I mean, from a distance, it looks like a shattered. Uh, pieces of like maybe an ore or like a large wooden pole of some kind. And as you approach, it's looking more and more like a thin kind of, almost like a totem pole. Hmm. Um, it's, it is not a totem pole. It's not as, as, as thick and round or, 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 in fact, it's much longer than than, than many that you've probably seen. Um, and according to the plaque, this is actually from Russia. So it's like some sort of Russian idol, and it's it's there's there's more information on there. I can feed you if you decide to read more about it. But it is a long pole, um, broken up in several places. Looks like they just sort of lined it up just so it's barely touching each other, just to show that it is indeed broken. But that there's um, what the overall shape and size of it would look like. The uh, the idol, as they're calling it, is about 13 feet long or five meters uh, for our for our international friends. <laughs> Um, and uh, looks big enough that if you were to pick it up, you could wrap both hands around it. But um, it's it's by no means a weapon. It's, it's it's really bizarre. You haven't really seen anything quite like it. But but again, the closest thing that it appears to resemble would be something like a totem pole with intricate carvings all over it. And as as we're walking closer toward it, as we get in close to it, is, does anything change in terms of the vibrations that we're feeling, or any is are we feeling anything differently? Or I'll say I'll say you feel the occasional pulse, probably broken up every thirty seconds or so, but it does not appear to get more intense as you approach. Okay. It. Uh, what do you think, uh, Trucky? Uh, I could fire up the Liz, see what's going on. Sure, I'll say you can turn that on if you want to. Uh, for best results, normally you'd have to set it down and let it sit for a few minutes while the images fade sure. in. So, um, and you knowing that that would be fine. So, if you you want to set it down real close to this thing or in the center of the room, how do you want to do this? Uh, let's say center of the room. Okay. You flick this thing on. It starts to power up. It's going to take a minute for these images to come fading in. So you got a moment if there's anything else you'd like to do before that uh, kicks on to high gear. Yeah, I I kind of want to go read more about this thing. See if mm-hmm. see if it yeah. gives us any hints toward what might be going on here. So. Uh, Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Doug. Okay, um, this is a uh, the, the they're still calling this a Russian idol. Um, it has a serpentine like design on it. Like uh, looks like it's almost like mimicking what you would almost see on the front of a ship, like a uh, sea serpent or a monster that would normally be on the front of like a Viking ship or something or a dragon, um, except it's straight. Um, you can see scales on it, like a ridge for like a fin or maybe like a, like a back or backbone sticking out through it or bristles or something. Um, there are some words carved into it and it really it looks uh, it's, it looks to be thousands of years old. And according to the plaque, it says that they do presume this to be 
several thousand years old, much older. And there's an interesting story of how they were carbon dating it and all these other little things to measure it and try and figure out how old it is because it seems much older than than they thought that people were able to make art of this kind at the time. Uh, based on some of the inscriptions, it appears to be a kind of warning that they would place in an area, like maybe a protective uh, to protect a patch of woods or something to say that this is a dangerous place where demons would go. And it kind of tells like a you know urban legend or an old myth of... Of, uh, of, of, of a demon that would guard a certain area of the woods. It says that this was originally uncovered uh, in 1909 in Tunguska. Mm. Interesting. I mean, interesting as peacock people that don't know anything about the Tunguska blast of 1909 probably, but interesting nonetheless. Hmm. <laughs> um, well, speaking as, as a normal real-world uh, guy who studied history and knows about Tunguska, yeah, maybe we know about it. What are you uh, talking about? Are we well-read? I don't know. I haven't developed enough. Um, okay, that, that would be a brains roll. Yeah, do your brains. I'll tell you what you know. All right, let's see. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll to see if I know about it. Yeah. I got an 11. With 11, I would say you do remember hearing about the something called the Tunguska event of 1908. You're not sure about what the Tunguska event of 1909 is. <laughs> yeah. I got a 14. 14, I would say you do remember something about a Tunguska blast of 1909 and that it was of a paranormal nature, but beyond that, you don't know. Okay. Well, interesting. I mean, I, I, I get the sense that this is, this is what we're looking for. I don't know how to handle this, though, uh, McTruck. What do we do? All right, so... Is Liz, is Liz just, heated up? Like, yeah, uh, if, if, is if you, unless, ready to yeah, go? if you're if you're ready to sort of see what uh, what the sensor is is displaying, I can go into that. Or if there's anything you want to discuss among yourselves beforehand, that's that's fine too. The, if I understand the stuff we just read, it, it's so it's a warning. Yes, um, I'll, I'll give you a little more detail on it. Um, it it also says that uh, this is a warning, but it also this this would be placed vertically. Um, yep. out in the woods and it would you know be like have a head that's like looking down on you it serves as a warning and a brief story and uh, explains that this is a demon that guards this area of woods but in order to either pass through safely or to hunt and fish in the area safely you must leave a portion of what you would kill or collect if you didn't do this satisfactorily hmm. to this, uh, this, this this demonic spirit's likings um, then it could uh, instead of feeding on the souls of what was left here, it would feed on the souls of the people that refused to to do its bidding or to neighboring mm. villages. Uh, this is standard fare for old spooky uh, demonic, uh, you know, very early if not prehistory. Um, <sighs> so, what is it feeling honked off about? Like weeks and weeks of visitors uh, not sharing their yeah, museum coffee shop offering up anything. muffin. Yeah. So I'll say with the latent image sensor finally uh, getting brighter and brighter and you're starting to see the shapes swirl around you, um, some of the images start to come a little bit more clear. At first, there's like there's like foggy movement, like a repetitive foggy movement that just sort of cycles through and you're like, when is this? This is strange. And as it starts to slowly form and take shape and become sharper, you start to see uh, basic shape of humans coming in and you see the basic shape of this totem standing tall and uh, they come and they kneel before it they place things on the ground in front of it they bow their heads in respect and then they step away and then there's another big shape of swirly things that happens it's hard to, to determine but as these things get sharper and sharper into focus you're seeing more and more of the detail that the things that people are leaving are parts of a deer uh, they're laying out fish like on leaves uh, 
laying out maybe like a small little trinket, and the shape that comes out of the totem is a uh, smaller, slightly larger version of this serpentine demonic shape comes out, swims over the food, seems to sort of open its mouth like a like a like a whale catching, you know, uh, krill. Sweeps over it, goes back into the totem, and that's that. So it appears to be a relatively. What you're witnessing is the echo of a relatively simple offering ritual of some kind. So we gotta get uh, we, we sh- gotta get this totem what it uh, what it's asking for. Should have taken the sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we well, should we should have it... crated up some dead fish. We could have just brought it over, and on behalf uh, of the fish market, we could have. I guess we got we got the fish in the trap. I will. And I, and I will I will say yeah. as the as the image becomes more and more clear over time because you know the longer the longer you have this thing on the more clear things are going to become more defined uh, as you're talking this over not only do you see when they lay the food down uh, does this spirit come out and scoop up over over the food it does not eat it does not appear even in this in in, in this echo it does not appear to eat the physical food but as you wait you start to see after the food is laid down like the dead fish and like the piece of 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 deer meat with like an antler on it and stuff you see the spirits of those items slowly lift up and float up and this is what the demon seems to be scooping over and Uh. and scooping up and getting back into the totem again do you do you think can we use this thing as a containment unit mctruck do you think we can you know offer up the spirits of the stuff that we've captured and maybe it'll make this thing happy, or is it going to backfire on us and make it even more powerful and do something horrible to us? I always well, go to the, we, to the worst case scenario. I don't know if I'd give it rat demon, but uh, fish maybe, right? F- well, what's the worst that happens? Little fish get out there. We got a shotgun down again. I, I yeah, I can't hurt. Maybe, maybe they're still inert too. Like maybe we release them from the traps, and maybe they're just still floating. But look, if if we're the hunters and we've got these things that we can offer to it, I don't. Yeah, I don't want to give him rat demon. I see that backfiring horribly. Um, <laughs> All right, you know what? I it seems to match up nicely. Let's give it a try. Have Have we been um, diligent enough in our pencil pushing to have marked the traps so that we know which ones are which? Give me a brains roll. Because. <laughs> <laughs> Good lord, I see that going badly if we open the wrong trap. I got an eight. Fourteen. Between the two of you, I think you probably agreed ahead of time, knowing where one was. You know, okay. putting, putting this one here, that one there, and like they probably have like ABC on it. So I, 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 I feel you feel okay. extremely confident that you that you know which ones to get. Okay, good. So should we? Uh, I, I can head back, or do you want to have? I went back the last time. You want me to run back? Run back, run grab back. those traps, and come back. Okay. All right. I'm. I'll leave the list there, anyways. I'm just gonna sure. sit here and read more about the uh, Tunguska blast of 1909 because I apparently don't know anything about it. Is there anything more around in the in the museum that I yeah. can? I'll say um, you. It does make a mention of the Tunguska, a, a brief mention of the Tunguska event of 1908, which you know a, a large object apparently either passed close to Earth or got in under Earth's atmosphere, caused a a big uh, I don't want to say explosion, but definitely a big air pressure difference of some kind that knocked over many trees in a large area. Um, and scientists are still trying to figure out what exactly caused this event. Some people think it's a comet or a meteorite. or There's there's a lot of possible explanations. Uh, the Tunguska blast of 1909 is a recently rediscovered and debated topic uh, that focuses more on the paranormal uh, science side, especially with the mm. 
you know, the resurgence of ghost busting and, and, and new interest in that field. Um, uh, the Tunguska blast of 1909 is accredited to some kind of psychokinetic event that uh, may have been brought upon by, uh, one year after the Tunguska event, because the Tunguska event was such a large blast at the time, some, uh, uh, I don't want to say pseudoscientists, but certainly scientists of the of the, the, uh, the, the psychokinetic ilk uh, theorized that that blast was so massive, it may have torn a small hole in the veil between our world and another world, thus allowing another echo sequence, uh, another event uh, to follow the following year. Um, the details of what happened in the Tunguska blast of 1909 are also difficult to piece together. Uh, the, there were certain historians there. John Horace Tobin was supposedly there as well as maybe a few others. Um, there's not a lot of stuff written down as to what happened other than that it was supposedly a, parent, a big paranormal event. A lot of people don't put a lot of stock in it because there's basically no evidence and no eyewitness testimony that want to say what happened. So probably a bunch of nerds went out into the woods, pretended that something happened, and then just said something happened is, is the general consensus. Um but working in the paranormal field, you definitely think, oh, okay, that's suspect <laughs> that this was hmm. in in the in the very woods where something that bad happened. Interesting. It makes sense why a lot of people know about the one that happened in 1908, but not necessarily the one in 1909. Indeed. Huh. All right. Well, I'm glad that I uh, got to read up a little bit. How how you doing, McTruck? I don't have a walkie-talkie, but I'll just no. yell at you from <laughs> McTruck. Is there, you're there alone. It's just your voice echoes <laughs> down the halls like as you've waited a little too long in here by myself. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming I'm, I can probably make it back yeah, this time. Yeah, no problem. No problem. Yeah. You got okay. both traps ready to go. Yep. So one at a time or both at once? Yeah, you go, I go. Same, t- same time? Sure. Might as well do we'll it at the them... same time. Let's see what happens. All right. I can, can, right. I, can, I, bar- can I grab something from him even though I'm... Fully equipped? Can I borrow <laughs> it from him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This again. This this only this only becomes a penalty if you were going to do a big thing, you know, okay. while being over encumbered. Um, yeah, you're good to go. However, you, right, whenever you're ready, you can open these things up. You're going to lay them down right in front of it. How you want to do this? I feel, I feel like we should give ourselves a little space. I don't want to get scooped into that totem as much as much as I'm fascinated by what happened here. I don't I don't want to become a part of this this museum. Are we worried at all that being upright is part of it, or are we fine with? Well, it's also in several pieces, so even if you did have the permission to open it, you really don't feel okay. comfortable. <laughs> so as long as we're roughly at the the base of it, wherever that is. Yeah, we'll... we can set the traps underneath, maybe, as if we're offering the traps, uh, and then pull the tether, like pull the pedals back, uh, so All we right. can open uh, it up from a little pe- bit of a distance. The traces of the people giving the offerings, mm-hmm. like they kind of had a a way of doing it like walking up head bowed that sort yeah, of thing they just sort of, yeah they just sort of they they if you watch it's coming in really it's it's much more clear now you can see some of the the basic like buckskin clothing that these people had very hunter gatherer they got uh bows slung over their shoulders they just seem to be in a calm quiet respectful manner very plain just coming up right. laying the food down bowing their heads simply then backing up do not they they do not put their backs to the totem they just back away until they're out of range of the liz so what if what if what if McTruck? What if we do this? What if okay? Let me. What if I throw on the the goggles just so that we can dummy proof it, and if something happens that we can't see, I'm still watching it. But okay. maybe maybe we bow. Maybe this is our offering. Maybe we're kind of yeah. I was you know genuflecting I was at the, the altar same thing. here. Yeah. We'll yeah. we'll just we'll just copy the uh, the images the Liz is throwing out. 
Sure. We'll yeah. pretend we're part of that ancient crowd and um, do as they do, and we'll go up and lay, put the traps down and back away with the uh, the pedal cords. And yeah, mm-hmm. and I'll, so, I'll bow, but kind of keep an eye on stuff as much yeah. as I can. Sure, sure, sure. And the uh, so yeah, the sequence of events is they they come up, they lay the food down, they bow, they step back. Uh, this 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 spirit comes out, glances down at the food swims down one swoop just whoop right over the whole line of it comes back up to the top of the totem waits i guess waits a moment just to make sure that this is all fine and maybe 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 looking at the people but that's that's can't be seen and it just sinks right back down back into the totem so it seems really really simple all right let's do it that was too easy all right let's do this all right you open up both uh thus releasing the the fishies inside uh, they do float up, uh, like kind of like they were dead floaters, kind of before uh, coming back up. Um, I guess you'd want to try to close it, or how do you want? You don't leave these open, like how do you want to? The, the fish aren't moving; they're still kind of just like dead. Yeah, dead they're floaters, floating, yeah. right? But they are, but they are coming up out of the trap. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're making a decision now about whether we're <sighs> using them to lure and catch the thing, or if we're gonna. Hope it's happy for a good long time and leave it in situ. Uh, that's a good question. I feel like I, because this is probably going to continue to happen if we don't do something. If we leave the trap open, in theory, when it comes to swoop in and grab the the fish, it would be in that that sort of stasis stream if we kept them at open. The, at the same time, what's the power level of this thing, and is it can we even trap it uh, you... without? You know, we could just let it eat and be happy for a while and put it in the report that somebody else, <laughs> a.k.a. the other <laughs> Ghostbusters, professionals are going to have to come to a decision with it. About I like it. that plan. That Passing let's the buck that, seems though. like the peacock way, right? Like, that seems so bureaucratic. Yeah. I love it. All right, uh, let's do that. Not my problem. Whose chair is this? Not my chair. Um, all right, let's let's do that. Let's We can close the traps up once they're up there. So I'll, sure. I'll close mine. You close yours. Okay. Sure. The Those dead fishies just kind of float up to be at the sort of same height as the... Uh, totem itself, you see the totem glow even with even with the naked eye. It just there's 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 a glow. Um, I'm assuming you do the whole bow. Like, okay, here we go. <laughs> you know, like bow and take a take a step back. Um, you do see a translucent blue green serpentine style spirit. Very, it seems like a, a beefy version of what this this small weak like you know sort of stick represents. It comes out really smooth and with with a lot of grace and it just comes up glances down at the fish it sort of comes in okay like it's familiar this is some familiar territory opens its jaws and you can see all the teeth you know laid in there and it just goes right over all the the fish comes back up swirls up to the top and kind of sits there waits waits for a moment everything seems to be fine but as it sits up there it gets a like it cocks its head around like there's something strange and it shakes its head like a like a dog about to sneeze and you see you can see how it is since it is translucent the fish that are inside of it start to shake around coming back and they just through its teeth because this this ghost through ghost there's nothing keeping it inside the mouth they just a school just and they start woof and they're 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 gone looking around at the different artifacts trying to find a way out of there and this serpentine creature just its eyes just go white 
<laughs> and it starts to get into a snarling thing, and it, it starts to grow in size and grow and grow, and the vibrations that you were feeling start to pour through you as this thing snarls and growls larger in one long, continuous up-growl until finally as it gets taller and taller towards the ceiling, it opens its jaws and lets out a hideous shriek of anger and just bolts out through the ceiling, just woof, and disappears. It doesn't break through the ceiling, it is just woof, vanished and gone, and you hear it roaring on upper levels and just soaring through this entire art museum and just the entire building is rumbling as this thing cuts through the foundations and and then it just gets quiet so you're assuming this thing has left the building and it is outside and pissed and not a pescatarian apparently um well all i can say is we've cleared the museum (laughs) our job is done (laughs) you you make a really good point we got a lot of inventory that we still have to do with that storage locker (laughs) all right so do we take care of the fish first Uh, or go after this thing uh, the fish appear to be gone, and I'll say after a moment, the gentleman who like led you in stumbles in, you know, his feet clacking on the on the marble floor as he just comes sliding in. He's like, "What happened? Is uh, what have you done? What, what what's happening right now?" Uh, uh, nothing to worry about. Um, we're just gonna go outside and uh, reconvene, and uh, y- you might want to get out of this building. Just just leave the building. 24, 48, it's, 72. It's outside. Take a week I off. feel safer in the building. This thing is outside. Uh, lock, lock yourself in a room. Whatever you feel most <laughs> comfortable doing. I'm just going to talk to my associate over here where you can't hear for a second. <laughs> All right. So first things first. You hear car horns. It's your fault. <laughs> yeah. And t- two, the good news is the big gun is outside. So let's go get the big gun. We got the big gun. Uh, the fish... Fish are gone. The fish gone, are long, gone, gone. We're, like we're not even gonna worry they're, about them, I guess. And to be honest, they're mostly harmless, anyways. Uh, compared they're to fine. The other thing, so yeah. All right, yeah. let's let's head back to the to the ecto and let's suit up. I mean, you know, the if if you want to grab the big gun and if I, you know, um, I don't know, maybe maybe I can grab the dark matter generator. Maybe we can well just fight might with might at this point. Depends. Is the Maison Collider uh, an aimed weapon or not? It is. Yeah. Where? Uh, so why don't you give the idiot the shotgun? Give you and the you shotgun. Take the... In. All right. Well, hey, let's let's Aaron Sorkin this. We'll walk and talk. Yeah. Yes. And let's walk and talk. Let's get back to the car and um, yeah, I like that plan because if as you yeah as you as you step outside, I'll say that you can see the school of fish swimming frantically. Well, this thing is just Pac-Man style, just <laughs> chomping, trying to catch up with it, trying to get it. And it's just people are flipping out in the streets and cars are pulling over and their horns are honking. They're trying not to hit fire hydrants or, or, or traffic lights as this thing is it's not it's not going too high in the sky, but it's making its way down some of the streets away from the from the uh, the museum. This is the kind of thing you would take training courses for, isn't it? I feel like I should am. Uh, all right. Well, let's let's load up. Let's. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna grab. Uh, I'm gonna grab that that Mason Collider. You know, can I can I? I'll still wear the goggles too, just in case. Yeah. I'll say at this point, this thing is 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 leaving the area. You're looking like you're gonna have to get in your car if you want to follow this thing, see where it ultimately goes. All right. All right. All right. Let's let's hop in and and give it a chase. Okay. 
I'll, uh, vroom, vroom. yeah, I was gonna say, I'll, I'll throw all my stuff in the back and I'll hop in and I'll let you drive again because uh, I have no, I have no problems yeah. with you driving all the time. So, while this thing is going through traffic, I'm gonna need your driving vehicle roll to make sure you can keep up and not hit any other vehicles on the way. Roll six dice, did you say? Sure. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Uh, uh, so 17 on five and a ghost die. Okay. So. I, I forget if I'm supposed to add the ghost die into the no, counter. Or not. No, 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 yeah, no, okay. no. Ghost die is zero so for players. Ghost die is 17, six. 17 and a ghost die. Nice. Okay. So with 17, I'll say you can hop in the car, you hit the siren, you hit the lights, you start following this thing just down the street, and uh, uh, it's bobbing and weaving in between vehicles trying to catch these fish. These fish are just just barely keeping ahead of this thing. And as you are, you know, uh, you're a couple car lengths behind, you're swerving around these vehicles. These vehicles are not driving predictably because there's a giant monster, you know, cutting through traffic. Um, It's really difficult. I will say it is a success to keep up with this thing. However... With the ghost die, I'm going to say it's suddenly and unexpectedly the fish and the, the demon take like a hard turn off into a large building, and you're going to have to to avoid any uh, head-on collisions here. I'm going to need one more driver from you to uh, successfully uh, skid either to a stop or skid to a corner to follow this thing. I got 18. Okay. So I'll say, you're driving, this thing makes a hard turn, and as it turns out of the way, you see you are coming like head-on to a garbage truck. <laughs> so it's like, oh, no! You do a pull hard Look on that out. wheel, and this Jeep Grand 95 Jeep Grand Cherokee just skids those back tires, and then just going right up onto the sidewalk. There's no one there, thankfully. <laughs> and you can come right up to the outside of what is actually the Prudential Center, also known as the home of the Jersey Devils NHL team. And this thing disappears right inside. And as you look at the clock on the dash, you realize it's the middle of game time right now. Well, Devils fans have seen worse. They'll be okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, let's head in there. Let's get some... All right. So, yes, I'll take the uh, Dark Matter Generator. Uh... Uh, Traps... Let's see. So we have empty traps now, right? Um, we have three empty traps. So I'll, I'll grab a trap. You grab a trap just in case. I'm going to grab both traps. You'll got Okay. Because at this point, I don't know. We don't need to know what was happening in the past because it's all happening now. Yeah. I, I got my, my pew pew. Um, so, yeah. Unless um, we think, well, yeah. Yeah. What yeah. if uh, so? Then maybe I'll take a I'll take a PKE meter and a trap and the Mason collider, and then that way we've got something to kind of track this guy down. I'm, I'm assuming you know it's a stadium. We're gonna need to find him somewhere. Well, hopefully he'll be in the big empty part in the middle. <laughs> hopefully, but what if he's <laughs> not? What if what if he's up in the rafters or something? He's he's pretty big, but all right, so. Uh, I feel confident. Just just the PK meter, just for safety. So I've got the the collider, the meter, and the trap. Okay, I got the dark matter generator. Uh, is two traps overkill? Uh, I don't. I mean, safety. If we if we were uh, seasoned pros, I don't know what else I could bring though that could really. 
Because if we get caught without a trap, if we throw a trap out on the ice and something happens to it. Yeah. A tidal yeah. wave of people start to flee the Prudential Center out into the street. All right, well, let's swim upstream. I'll take both traps. Let's Again, go. not the worst thing that's happened to, to Devil's fans. Uh, <laughs> all right, yeah, let's do it. All right. Traps, traps, and we're good, right? Traps and shooters for me. Off we go. So as you, you gear up, load out, people are spilling over past the vehicle. Like, oh, it's the Ghostbusters. Get it. Guys, it's in there. It's in there. Go, go, go. And like Some of them are freaking out. Some of them are not really, I want to say, cheering you on, but definitely want to make sure that you are aware of the problem that's inside. <laughs> All right, let's double time it. We can, we can, we can help the mass hysteria that's happening here the mm-hmm. best we can. Yeah, navigating through all, navigating through this, you know, sea of people. You make your way to the doors. You fling the doors open. You rush inside, and uh, there's not once once you're inside, there's not a lot of people still standing around, so you can run clear out into the uh, into the stands and uh, get a clear view of the ice rink here. And uh, it's pretty quiet inside. However, if you look up once again, like yep, sort of towards the uh, towards the rafters, circling around. Like Slimer circling a chandelier, you've got this thing uh, biting and gnawing at some of the last uh, of the fishes. It seems to have eaten through most of them, and is like working on the last on the last few up there. And it's working around, sort of around that jumbo screen that's in the center mm. of the ring. And it's uh, with it's almost like a game of Snake. If any of you any of you folk yeah. remember <laughs> the the game of Snake on your old Nokia phones, it, this is it seems with it's gotten a little bit longer with each each little fish. It's uh, it's gone. So I'd say maybe. If it was fully stretched out, it could wrap around a third or maybe half of this ice rink if it was wrapped around the outside wow. of uh, the ice. All right. So we can kind of stay out in the seats, it sounds like, because it's it's pretty big and it's... She's, she's big and beefy. Big and beefy. Uh, you wanna, do you want to flank it? I can try and flank it. Because if, if you go to one side of the arena and I go to another side and it's got this, this long tail behind it, but what are we if we're shooting at it? What are we gonna do? Because we don't, we're not capturing it. We're just now with the uh, Mason Collider. I will specify. There's two modes to this. You have the regular Mason Collider, which is like a rifle shot, just one hit, accurate, powerful, no real spill damage. You fire it off, hits really strong. You can do that all day, every day, no problem. The secondary uh, function is the overload pulse. Once you've landed one successful hit as a sort of adopting of the video game rules. Once you've landed one successful hit with the Mason Collider, you can then try your luck with the Overload Pulse. Now, the way that will work is you've, you've landed one shot, and on your next turn, after you've successfully landed that shot, you can say, I want to do the Overload Pulse. And in that case, you would just roll one regular D6 by itself, and that will automatically equate the damage that you would do to Ooh. it. Okay. So it could be a one, it could be a six. I like that plan. But it would be a guaranteed hit after you've successfully tagged it. After or I you, hit it with the rifle shot. After you shot. hit it. Or you can keep hitting it with that rifle shot, which is does it does good damage, but it ain't, it ain't doing a full six. And then the idea, so here's here's what I'm thinking. If we can somehow stop it or slow it down, but then <laughs> somebody's got to go out on the ice and get a trap down because it's in the middle of the arena. Yes... Um, but if we stop it, are we going to have enough time to hop out there? No, I mean, I think we need to set up the trap. The thing is, is again, I've got the shotgun. We've both got traps. Why do we need to be in the middle of the ice? Why don't we just set up somewhere as close to either of us? 
and then we'll have at it. And if it runs one way or the other, hopefully we can drive it to one trap or the other. But what are we driving it with, though? That's the problem. Yeah, I guess that's true. Because we've got, we don't we don't have any type of like a, a stasis stream or a capture beam or something that we can like pull it towards us. So we, if we hit it, it's going to keep out there circling. And uh, knowing the Ghostbusters uh, technology and the standard modes of trapping, you do know that you can chip away at it all day until it's so weak that it barely that it would barely move and in fact probably stop moving altogether. But you still need to wrangle that thing into a yeah. trap unless it is so weak that it just falls into a trap with no resistance. But for something this large, right. it doesn't feel quite that likely. So bringing the dark matter generator is not going to help us much at this point. We should have brought another pack. Should have brought a pack. Okay, well, you got to... Do you want to run around to the other side behind it? I'll run it, run out and get the pack and come back to right here. Yeah, why don't you do that? And I can start I can start shooting at it. I'll try to hit it a couple of times and slow it down as best I can while you're running back and getting us yeah. something that we can sure. do well, some Sure. Well, I'll do with. one... I'll say by the time we finish one round of that, you can be back with the, with the pack. Okay, I'm off and running. Let's do it. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna try to shoot it with the just the the standard mode first, see how that goes, and then okay. And you can use your fire. You have the fire weapon talent, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You you can use that. So I can hit it with the bonus. Okay. Yeah. So 15, 16. Ooh, that's okay. It's big enough. I would say that's a pretty solid hit, considering you probably maneuvered yourself to where you felt comfortably comfortably close, but not too close. So when you kick on the Mason Collider, it has a not quite as deep of a thumb of a, of a proton pack, but it just has a like rising sound, and it feels different, and it vibrates a little different on your back. You fire that one shot, just when it fires like a, a bolt, like a yellow bolt of energy, uh, straight up, hits this thing, I'd say probably like around the tail section, and it's going to like flip its tail a little bit like it was another, like, ah, what the heck was that? Like a sort of a, like you, you stung it, but it hasn't quite... Uh, uh, Realize what the real problem is just yet. Didn't yeah, it didn't really slow it down much. Why don't I try it? I'll try to hit it again because I've still got some time, right? He's still mm-hmm. out, coming mm-hmm. back. So let me let me try to hit it again with a standard, standard shot. Oh, that's better. Ten, thirteen, sixteen, seven. Oh, not that much better. Eighteen. Okay, I'll say um, you hit a little bit better. Yeah, say you hit it closer to the center this time. Uh, let me do the quick maths. Okay, yeah, I'll say when you hit it closer to the center, um, it lets out, like, an annoyed, like, like, like an angry thing. And then it's like you notice that its head, Ooh. because it was passing you, its its head's already passed where you are. But now its eyes are kind of, like, looking down. In fact, we'll even say its eyes kind of, like, light up white, like, again. And it, you get a slight spotlight effect on the uh, on the audience section there. It's not super strong, not super not super hot, but as it's, you can definitely tell this thing is looking. Uh, now I, I got its attention. Yeah, it doesn't know where you are, but it definitely knows there's something out there causing some problems. And I'll say between that time, um, the truck has gone out, switched out those packs, buckled it up, hot-footed it right back in. Uh, you, you found uh, Euler, and you are good to go, however you want to handle this. Okay. All right, what if what if I uh, what if I try to hit it one more time? Or do you want to try to hit it with a proton beam now and see what sure. it does? Or It's not, I mean, it's it's angry. I haven't stopped it any. It's It's just not happy with me. All right, well, I might as well... What if I try to hit it one more time, and then we try to hit All right, it with the sure. capture beam? How about I'll move... Right. While, you, while you're getting ready See to do that, I'll move down to the uh, ice level. Oh, good. yeah, good idea. And then that way you can start pulling it in, in theory. Try to get to someplace where I can 
hop uh, hop a gate and. Uh, <laughs> How are you walking? Yeah, well, on that'll, the ice? that'll be fun. That's uh. <laughs> All right, uh, I'll, I'll roll to shoot one more time at it. I'm, I'm still, like, in the line of fire of it, right? I can... Yeah, in fact, as it's coming around, you see a decent... as It's it's, it's kind of looking straight down below it, not so much far in front of it as it's looking, so you have a good chance as it before it comes back overhead. All right, here we go. Oof. Cold dice. 10, 14, 18. Okay, I'll say as it's coming around again, you see another good opportunity. Do you want to just try and hit it like straight on from underneath, or, like straight up, or do you hit it before yeah, it gets to you? Yeah, my thought is I'm just kind of like whatever the most direct area is. Yeah. Okay, I'll say it's almost on top of you when you're able to finally shoot it. You let fly, another shot. I'll say this one gets it like sort of on the belly, like uh, not not too far from uh, not too far from where the head is, and it gets like knocked back and it just like starts like it starts looking around and it's snarling uh i'll say that's when it can finally like lock eyes on the spot where you're at and it just like lets out another howl and just starts like a snake just whoop like waving up like a like a sea eel just you know starts picking up time and it's going to take a dive bomb where you are so I, if you want if you want to tell me that you just run and not like oh i'm doing a dodge like keep your spot but if you're gonna like run run we can allow that or if you want to try and do another dodge and stay where you are and try and just... Uh, I kind of want to stand my ground because I don't want to leave uh, poor uh, Trucky out there stranded. Um, and plus, well, I don't I want him to like I don't want him to chase me because yeah. then he gets further away. So I'm I'm gonna just try to to evade best I can, just diving out of the way, hoping that he misses me. All right, give me your um uh dodge or like a moves or a dodge your or whatever. moves. Okay. Do you have a dodge talent or is it just moves? No, I just have a I have a moves. I've got a run on my muscle, but um, let's hit you with a moves. It's eleven. More than that. <laughs> <laughs> um, this rolled a. Uh, oh goodness. Okay, that's. Uh, well, it was nice knowing you, Trucky. <laughs> Good luck. That's a that's a thirty-seven. Wow. <laughs> so <laughs> this is this is this is a big boy, and you haven't even uh, you haven't even properly scanned this guy yet. So he's gonna come swooping down, uh, but he's not going to bite you. He's not he's not gonna he's not gonna physically hit you. He's gonna stop just a few feet from where you are. So you're kind of like I'm trying to figure out if I'm gonna dodge. Am I gonna go left? Am I gonna go right? And you kind of you, you kind of like deer caught in headlights because you're not really getting a signal on which way to move. So he's gonna stop just a few feet from you. His jaws are gonna open and the eyes are gonna narrow and they're getting bright and whatever. So it's like seeing the death lights. He's gonna do a terrorized move. So I'm gonna need you to give me your cool, your cool roll. All right. Fourteen. Okay, you're terrorized. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, no ghost eye though, right? No ghost eye. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you are definitely terrorized, so uh, you're not going to be able to do anything for this for 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 this particular particular round. So it's up to it's up to Trucky. Uh, so you definitely see Euler sort of like frozen in, in his spot, and as that thing sort of grew like library ghost style, it, just be, it became the most horrific version of itself. All these little tendrils and things that you hadn't seen before. All the details on its face. Uh, Trucky doesn't quite see those details, but he can tell that you are frozen stiff. New oh boy. All right, well, I'm going to take a shot at it, see if I can draw some heat off of it. I got a 10. Um, I'll say 10 is a little wide, because you're close to the ice, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'll say 10's a, it, it's, uh, you, you cut a wide path uh, through some of the chairs, and you do splash it across uh, the body in, like, a wide arc as it kind of gets a little wild, sort of uh, gets a little out of your control. So I will count that as a hit. I'm going to mark that down right there. 
Um, and it will sort of snap it out of it, the fact that, oh, wait, there's multiple things happening out here. We got, you had me focused on you, but we got, there's, there's more for this party. <laughs> so it's going to start start to uh, swoop up to try and get out of this line of fire back up towards the rafters. Still visible, but definitely up in the air and out of the way. Um, I'm going to say, uh, because Euler is sort of frozen in the spot, like was not expecting that, um, its turn that it's going to take uh, is going to be starting to tighten its uh, circling pattern, um, not so wide through the stadium, but rather sort of getting tighter and tighter towards the ice. So it would be mostly above your head, circling around, but it's not quite 100% sure where you are exactly. So it is. It is. It has closed the distance uh, between between you. So it is. It is closer to you now. Oh boy, but I'm not. I'm. I'm still terrified. I'm. I can't. I can't do anything. Right. Yeah, not until uh, once we're gonna, we're gonna have to have uh, Trucky do Trucky do something, and then this thing's yeah. gonna do something, and then then we'll be, okay. we'll be back to you on top. Okay, it moved away. Is it a, a harder shot for me than my first shot was? Now, no, this is this is an this is an shot. easier shot because it is it so is closer more, to me. It, it okay. is closer above you, circling. I'm closer to the end. Yeah. Go for it. Hang on a minute. These things won't cut through I beams, will they? Um, not, I, I, I think based on what you see above you and knowing what you know, you feel confident that unless you take your time, this will not easily right. I, I don't want to bring the <laughs> roof down on us, so. Yeah. Yeah, no, don't bring no. down the house. It'll burn it, scorch it, but yeah, cutting through it, that, that'll take a while. Seven. Blech. Hmm, seven ain't that great. It does so. So um, this thing starts coming around. You think you're lining up another shot. I'll say you shoot, and I'll say that you sort of hit it. But you hit it in a way that's. It's again. It's not. It just doesn't land very hard. It kind of bounces off of it, and it kind of you know rolls. Does a does a, not a barrel roll, but it definitely like rolls its belly over to the side. So it sort of bounces off of it, uh, off of its side, and then like up towards the rafters. And I'll say it burns and scorches a little bit. It probably takes out a couple of the lights up there, and sparks come uh, flying down. Uh, but this thing, uh, now that it sort of senses that you were close and you were underneath it, it's going to swoop, not down on top of you, but sort of swoop away, like but like behind you. It's going to swoop in that direction behind you and do a circle around, and it's going to attempt to do something else, but we'll see if it actually does that thing. Uh, one, two, three. Mm-hmm. Ah. Uh, okay, it's looking pretty good. This this is a big boy, so, you know, he's got a lot of, got a lot of dice. Um... <laughs> what is this? Oh my gosh! Okay, guess we're not dealing with a rat anymore, Trucky. No, this, this is, is a huge step up. A little more difficult. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> he rolled a forty. So what he's gonna do is uh, he's gonna use this other ability that he has. He's gonna so he, as he as he's moved sort of out of sight, and he's circling around the the jumbotron screen that's like hang with the scoreboard that hangs over the center center of the ice. There, um, you're going to hear uh, some of these chairs, like the the folding stadium chairs, the seats that, you know, they squeak when you sit down on them, they're going to start to just uncomfortably, loudly, just squeak, until they're just slapping, like, open and closing so much. And you're like, what the heck is this thing even doing? And that's when you, at the last moment, realize uh, the screws on the bottom of these feet come loose, and these rows of stadium chairs start flipping up, boom, 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 one after another, and they're going to come tumbling uh, uh, like down, if you're close towards the ice, they're going to start coming down one after another. Cha-ching, 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 like they're going to try and barrel roll, steamroll you over with these rolls and rows and rows of chairs towards the ice. So if you want to give me a move, if you want to try and take the hit, however you want to try and do this, or spend some brownie points to get out of the way, what what would you like to do? Uh, 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 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
My moves ain't great. You're telling me I'm frozen in place. Uh You can you can move you can you can move with some brownie points. You could wait wait and see how bad the hit is and see what it would take to avoid. No, or... I'll um uh, how many brownie points do I start with anyways? I believe did do we start with twenty? I believe we start with okay. twenty. I'm gonna spend it's one per die, right? So I will yes. take two. I'm gonna spend two and get myself a couple extra dice on my moves. And then mm-hmm. I'm gonna try and dodge to the nearest uh, 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 steps. Right? I want to get out of the. Yeah, I'd say your your instinct probably tells you the safest thing to do is to hit is to hit the dirt and over have me? them barrel okay. over I'll you hit the dirt into then. the ice. Yeah, I'll I'll dive for the sticky, beery, popcorny, yeah, hot dog <laughs> uh, remedy <laughs> mess. All right, I got uh twenty one. Ooh, yeah. that's not bad at all. So, um, yeah. So as this thing, so as these things come tumbling down, you hit the ground. Yeah, facing like the beer and the spilled popcorn and all that stuff. So it's a little gross, but thankfully you are low enough to where these things just barrel over you because they're trying to hit you at like head height, and it just goes crashing just right, right over the edge, right on onto the ice there. Uh, another row right up, right after it. It doesn't go out into the ice, but definitely like. It, it, it would have taken you down mm. hard and clean, so you you were able to avoid it. And then after you, uh, the noise settles down, you can stand back up, and you are fine without a scratch. Uh, with that, we can move back over to Euler. You were the that that fear is wearing down now, oh, and you were realizing you still have control of your faculties, so you are able to make a move. All right, let's go. I'm going to go back over and regroup now with uh, Trucky here. Are we going about this the, <laughs> the wrong way? <laughs> <laughs> Something tells Possibly. me we are. I'm wondering if maybe we're making too many assumptions about this thing, and maybe we haven't figured out enough about it. Uh, I will. I will say uh, just to, uh, at the, at this time, as as if you're gonna take the time to sort of break combat a little bit, um, just to go over and regroup and try and have a talk. Um, this thing is going to circle around, and since there are it, there's no more fish in here, and it kind of. I guess it feels like it's made its point. It is going to uh, tighten its circle of, 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 its, of its flying and then come up under and then into the Jumbotron above the middle of the ring in sort of like a little nest. So it's made a nice little nest for itself. <laughs> uh, all right. So at least, it's, at least it's occupied for a second so we can figure this out. It's, it's drawn to the Jumbotron. Like it's been circling around the Jumbotron. Now it's stopping in that like whatever that like crow's nest thing is that you know holds the jumbotron all right what do you think about writing a white paper proposal to the new jersey devils that the people who attend (laughs) games need to sacrifice bits of their hot dog to the to the protective demon ward that's now living in the jumbotron um oh they're gonna love that and they'll call (laughs) you heroes (laughs) oh boy Thank you, Ghostbusters. I mean, they could they they need a mascot, sure. I, I, th- I thought you were going to say, yeah, just change the mascot. <laughs> what I thought you were going to say. Yeah. I mean, the only other thing, like if so, I could. I mean, I could I could hit this guy with the PKE meter because he's kind of down. Let's just see if I can't get any reading on him that may help us. Well, it's not causing any trouble, so we may as well get as much information as we can. You've uh, you've seen yeah, it blatantly um, with goggles. We've seen some. It's, some of its past history with the the Liz. Well, and 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 it's obviously shooting it is not really do. I mean, obviously I haven't been 
I haven't been really doing that great of a job hitting it with the Maison Collider, but like you've you've hit it every not, time. Yeah. But it's not it doesn't seem to be affecting it that much, right? It de- it it definitely seemed to cause it pain. You had like at first it was like what was that? But the closer it got and those more solid those hits were, the more it was noticing it. So it was all right, so it was having an effect. Well, I don't I'll I'll use my PKE meter. Let's just see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Sure, see, give me see what I can glean from it. Um, I mean, you got it mad enough where it was basically attacking you guys. Yeah, it's there's gotta be something we can do here. Fourteen. Why am um, I rolling such terrible numbers? I'll say with with a with a combined with the combined of the uh, scan that you get, you're detecting this is a class five, and this is a strong class five, the big beefy class five. Based on your knowledge of what you've seen. Um, you know that it, it had a, a, a terrorize ability, like it, it stopped you in your tracks. It didn't even have to attack you, like, physically. But you did notice that the way it moved these chairs, it did animate these chairs. It used some kind of telekinesis. So you're seeing that there's not only this is this a class 5 that's, that's powerful, it's a class 5 that's powerful that has multiple power sets. So it, 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 has, it has multiple abilities. Hmm. So this, this is a higher class of... Uh, class 5 not being of a higher class than class 2 or 3, just that it's a different class. But this is a a, a much beefier uh, thing than you were definitely prepared to fight. However, taking in the brains with everything that you've seen and you've witnessed, you do know you do know that these were having an effect. So don't 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 feel like that these weren't having any effect. This was definitely mad enough to lash out at you and hide. <laughs> it is hiding it's inside hiding. the jumbotron. Yeah, all right. Should we try to draw it back out? I was about to somehow to make some suggestions about stuff and realized I wasn't there for it. You read up on it, and I went to the car. You can have a little outside meta discussion if it means it's just saving a little bit of rules for brains. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why don't I? I mean, can I kind of download to you what I've learned from? I, th- I think that would be a good time to discuss if you if you were going to have that character discussion of yeah. Uh, well, here's here's what I scanned, and here's what I know. All right. Versus you know what we got yeah okay lay it on me so i we, we, we can assume you're all, all up right. to speed yeah I've, I've okay so so assuming that i convey to you what happened in 1908 versus what happened in 1909 so 1908 explosion explosion weakens uh the the walls between universes or dimensions 1909 that was no, 1909 19, that's when it punched so 1909 the, 1908 was when there was well, like the air if i've if you've retold me your stuff correctly, they think there was a link that the 1908 is the one that weakened it enough that 1909 punches yeah, the hole through. Yeah. So if this thing is linked to 1909 and it came from someplace else, another option might be to try to send it back. But that requires a portal. And which we would have to do back at the museum? What would we do? Well, we'd have to find a portal. And if I'm remembering the manuals yeah. that we were reading through earlier today, we do have one thing that will help us find a portal. Would the, the KUD would help us sort of like locate that? KUD, the KUD does help you find a any natural portals or natural places where the veil uh, is thin. See, now I don't have that. Exactly. I got to go back to that. We've Ecto. been carrying the wrong piece of equipment <laughs> almost every one single time. time. Hey, you guys are professional Peacock members. You're not professional <laughs> Ghostbusters. Stop being so hard on yourselves. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, right. I, I think it behooves <laughs> us to point out that we have just wrecked a couple of sections of a NHL sports arena. Um, I mean, we could continue to fight it head on, 
but how long is that going to take and how much damage is that going to do and we've already got a couple of things <laughs> to answer for uh, well, um, I know. so I don't know I'm wondering if you want to get it to chase us? You want to have it like follow somehow follow us outside? Because it got pretty angry when I hit it, and it chased after me. So if if I hit it and make it angry, and we get it to you know yeah. come toward me again, and you're then a we runner, which it. is not a bad idea. It's just what do we do then? So say we can get it to follow us. Say we can find a portal. How do we open a portal, and how do we send it through? I I will also add that um, I don't want you again. I, I don't I don't want you to feel like you weren't doing damage. Uh, because this, the the reading that you got does determine that this is getting that it is thinner than something of this size and magnitude should be. Okay. So it, you're, what what you're, there's there's multiple options here is what we're saying. You 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 clearly are you you guys are, are really thinking outside the box, which is great. So we can either look for a way to get another portal, either whether reoccurring naturally or create a portal somehow, which I'm up to suggestions, <laughs> and uh, or you can chip away at it, which uh, doesn't appear to be too crazy because you definitely have enough firepower to handle it you know what we could come up with a hybrid of the two as well which is let's find a weak spot if we can find a weak spot nearby instead of us worrying about ripping it open why don't we then try and take it down and either we do weaken it take it down and we trap it or we weaken it and it runs for it and it'll run for safe ground which is the portal so once we reveal that portal yeah. Or if we're just near it, I right, mean, it's, well, a, it's 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 taking a chance that it'll it'll know that it's 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 got a hidey hole there. I don't know if we have to. Yeah, I mean, either way, we gotta go. We gotta go find our wave. We gotta get our wayfinder. So let's. Um, it's 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 either that or we save time and we just keep shooting at it. But I I don't know. So why don't I mean that's it? I could keep shooting at it because I've still I've still got the Maison Collider. I could <laughs> if you want to make another run All to right. the car. Grace, <laughs> I forgot I forgot one other thing. And I'll, I'll I'll take a couple of rounds at it and see what I can't do, um, and hopefully by the time you get back, I've hit it a couple more times. We can click that sucker on, see what the KUD All right, tells us. I'm gonna us. run to the car, so I guess he's got roughly. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, once I get to the car, the minute I yeah. it's not about getting it and then coming back. I, the minute I got my hands on it, I want to start looking for portals. <laughs> Um, so I'll say uh, for a little bit of flavor, as you run out to uh, the Ectomobile, there's still basically everyone who was in the stands is they didn't go home. They're just all sort of standing around waiting to see what happens. And they see one Ghostbuster hauling ass out of the stadium, getting back to her. Excuse me, pardon me, excuse me, pardon me. And like you get back to the get back to the vehicle, and you, you pick up like a little a little doohickey. And you're like, all right, excuse me, pardon me, excuse me, pardon me. You're like back in. They're just like, what the hell's going on? Like they're just they're completely baffled as to like it's just this one little piece of equipment, and it's like this this Did big that rush. Did guy just run in with a strainer <laughs> and a masher? Yeah, yeah it's like is he is he making potatoes? Like what is he got? A, no, it's a metal detector. He's got to go find the metal. And it's like, what are you talking about, metal? Just people debating on what the hell they just saw some guy from the crowd hey you guys got a plan or what like just yeah <laughs> and hey, the answer man, I got, is no like, I, I, I got season tickets man I can go home come back later now the guy's like yeah, well screw you man I got it and this, now they're gonna argue amongst themselves so if you wanna uh, give me that brains roll trying to figure out where we can brains get to work roll. Um, we'll do that I am, I am just absolutely basic the roll. worst person to be playing with this thing here we go I got a three I don't know what I'm doing. Inside somewhere, <laughs> inside the stadium somewhere. All right, there you go. It's just you, as you, you can always you, bring it back well, into me, and we, I've got a borrow ability, right? I can pull it from you. Well, that's true. But here's the thing: I, if nothing else, I have just determined that if, uh, 
Yeah, it might. It, there might be a reason why it ran into the stadium rather than just a convenient way for the Ghostmaster to see if we can break expensive it's stuff. Trying to get home. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you know. Okay. Well, the building somewhere in the yep. building. Something. Cutting back inside. Uh, with Euler, uh, how do you want to handle how to handle this thing? Because you do have a precise aiming device here. Uh, however, it's kind of up inside the jumbotron, and you're yeah, I gotta drop back ringside. out again. Or, 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 uh, or. <laughs> I mean, I, I can, can I just shout at it? <laughs> what, what can I get it to come out here? <laughs> You can do. Uh, hey, man, this, this is this is this is whatever you want to try to attempt. We can we can work with. Because uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I, c- I could shoot at the jumbotron, which would be a heck of a lot of fun and cause some serious damage. Um, and draw it out. That's you got for sure. a lot. Of, you got a lot of open space on that ice too. Oh, interesting. Uh, can I see if? If, is is it open? Is that jumbotron open from down below? Open below, yeah. It just sort of okay. Just so if I if I around. run out onto the ice, I could feasibly see underneath the oh, jumbotron. Absolutely. Okay. All right, so I'll I'll run down there, and see. I for, I for whatever reason I was thinking it was closed up underneath there, and I wouldn't be able to see what was inside. So oh no, I'll, no, it's open. Yeah, so I'll run I'll run out onto the ice, uh, right into center ice, and look <laughs> up at that thing, and, and oh, it's uh, it's it's in there, coiled up like a rattlesnake. Uh, does, doesn't notice you, but it's just right. up in there. It seems to be resting or digesting. Well, hey, uh, Trucky, I think I got a shot. What? Can't hear you. So, eh, what the hell? <laughs> I'm going to shoot at it from center ice with no footing and <laughs> see how it goes. Um, but I'll still, I'll still just hit it with the standard... I'll, I'll, I can still use my fire weapon ability, right? So I can yes. hit it with my bonus. Okay. Yes. Standard Mason Collider. Six, twelve, twenty-two. Ooh, not bad. This is right above you too. So I'll say you shoot it, and it uh, hits like somewhere in the folds as it's all circled up and bunched up in and on itself, and it lets out another screech, and it's gonna poke its head out. Like well, much much like a rattlesnake or like uh, one of those uh, those uh, underwater uh, things that what 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 are those things that hide in the hole and they they in, underwater and they come up and grab you and pull you in. More eels. The not well, I wasn't thinking about the eel. I was thinking about the one that actually has tendrils, like little like little octopus hands. But yes, a more eel would be way 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 more accurate to what I'm describing. <laughs> <laughs> I was going about the crustacean thing. Either way, it's a nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> either way, it's a nightmare. Yes. Uh, so yes, very much like a more eel comes out and like snaps at you as a, as a sort of warning and it's going to attempt to do another thing game master's note uh when i rolled up this uh ghost um and going with the power set that i that i that i rolled for it uh i knew it was it was it was big and beefy but i didn't expect that every single time i rolled these dice i would never roll less than a three on any of the dice <laughs> um, <laughs> And that's just luck of the draw for for tonight, uh, because he rolled his highest roll yet, which is forty-two. Wow! Um, and I, again, I didn't, I, you know, I, 
this you, I'm just doing out of the out of, rules out of the book. This is what you get sometimes, but you know, of course, I could I could have always just said not a little too much, but I thought no, screw it. This will be a big fun time. So this is what happens. Um, you're out there. So um, um, you was out on the ice, fired a nice shot. This thing, you know, snarled and hissed and like snapped at you, and you're like watching it, and it's like watching you as it slowly pulls its head back up. And you're like, what the heck is this thing up to? Like this is I'm getting a weird vibe on this thing, and that's when you hear some doors open at the far end of the rink and you hear a motor running and some lights kick on and you see an unmanned Zamboni make its way out onto the ice very slowly (laughs) but it is on its way and it is coming directly for the center of the ring Uh, I always pictured this is how I'll die that's fine (laughs) run over by a Zamboni So you got a you got a hot minute you know, before uh, before you have to worry about that. But this is it is it is on its way, making its way to you. Um, so with Trucky, I'd say at this point you probably you're making it back inside. Um, this signal on the ki- on the cut meter is definitely stronger as you're getting into the into the uh, mm-hmm. into the arena. Um, you see uh, Euler out on the ice. You see a Zamboni inching its way out there, and uh, this thing appears is still up inside the jumbotron. So how would you like to proceed? Uh, I think I need to hand off the KUD to somebody who can get a pinpoint answer for us because we'll need that quick. All right. You want to get to the edge of the ice and throw it, or you want to walk, walk out there? there. Or a couple of step <laughs> run and slide. You're going to come in the line of fire of the Zamboni with me? That's true friendship. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. We are a team. Well, here's the thing. If it hits us, just brace yourself, and it'll just push us along. It'll be fine. <laughs> and it'll be very warm. Yeah, you guys seem to be free, Roger Rabbit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he talked just, just like this. Uh, Funny enough, there's a portal involved on that one, too. <laughs> All right, so I, I run slide over to him and give him the KUD. Nice. All right, uh, you want to give okay, me that awesome. brains roll? I'll tell you what uh, what you got. You want to switch out the PKE with his cud or whatever? Yeah, and hand so it over. I will, I'll, I'll basically I'll hand the PKE over to you, so you're holding the yep. PKE meter. Um, and I've got, a, I've got a five. I can't use my bonus on this, right? Still, this is... I mean, my, my electronics probably would not come in handy. Not for really. Not, not for now. operating it, no. Yeah. Okay. If you so were preparing I'm, it, absolutely. Yeah. Here comes the brain's roll. I am rolling garbage. Sorry, Trucky. Twelve. Well, um, I would say that... Uh, now, again, this does not detect PKE entities. This, this detects specifically... Um, uh, holes or tears or slits that are in the veil that like so it's about a dimension sort of uh, dowsing rod as, as, as we were discussing um, I will say that it does appear to be above you inside the jumbotron that's where you seem to be getting the strongest signal so it seems to be hugging mm. that uh, that area now I think it wouldn't be too much of a logical leap to suggest that maybe the reason why there's the the air is thinner in there is because of all the psychokinetic energy of all these games, uh, people watching the Jumbotron very uh, hotly anticipating the devil's winning a game or, or losing a game. There's a lot of positive and negative emotions that are thrown up all into that particular area. So when that much PKE over years and years is, is thrown into a particular spot, both good and bad, um, stands to reason uh, that that could be a, a, a decent thin point. Maybe not a hole per se, but definitely definitely a uh a weak spot all right interesting so it's yeah if, if all of that energy is being drawn toward that area and we know that this guy uh, he, he expects offerings so maybe he's mad about that 
Is there a way that we can open up that portal, Trucky? What do you think? Can we can we just somehow open that sucker up so that he sees it, maybe goes home, or maybe he feeds off of the positive and negative vibes coming from the game, and he maybe could likes be it. True too. Maybe he doesn't want to leave. Well, could be true. Bah, 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 bah. I will say uh, the attitude of this thing um, definitely has been. Uh, it has transitioned from big, bold, come at me, bro, to hiding and slinking away, and even after it's attacked, not coming out. So hmm. it seems that you've got it on the ropes a bit. This, this, right. this, is a, this is a cornered animal that you've ever seen. Yeah, before. like it it took something that spit out thermobaric levels of explosive power last time to, if we had, if theorizing uh, what allowed it to come through last time, I don't. Let's let's just let's not get into the realm of overloading proton packs in the middle of downtown in yeah. the middle of New Jersey. And do you do you really do you really want to open a portal to the other side in the middle of of, of the hockey ring? You know, it's like Jersey. That's the superintendent's fine. gonna I'm, be pissed. I think <laughs> I think we're better off if it's already thin. See, that's the other thing too. Is 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 it, the way you explain the, the thing to, to me? It. The theory is that it thinned the walls between dimensions, not opened a portal necessarily. So, I like I said, I'm mm. kind of leaning towards, we just need to, if it's sl- slunk off to hide in the Jumbotron, if we hit it a couple more times it, and it decides the Jumbotron's not safe, it'll head, I'm hoping it'll decide to head for for yeah. uh, a place where it maybe thinks we can't follow. Um, but well, do you do you want to hit it with a constant proton stream while I try to hit it yeah, again? Yeah, I can with the Mason I'm collider and one hundred percent sure a proton pack is going to bring down part of the jumbotron, but I can try. Uh, good uh, point. Not if you're now. Well, not if you're if you're if you're under if you're on the right ice under it. it. You are yeah. you are right under it. I mean, you can kind it's of. I'll cute. say this is you kind guys of talk like you've never heard of a ghost die both- before. Okay. <laughs> that the, you you're both are standing center ring with like. You know, uh, the jumbotron above you. This thing coiled up like that, like 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 a like a dangerous cornered snake under a rock. And the entire time, you're like, "Well, we could open a portal. We could." You're having this discussion, and it's just <laughs> it's just like above you, watching with malintent. Like, yeah, like, it just it's 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 as uh, angered with us as. All right, I'm gonna take the shot. It's a moves roll. Yeah, if you t- if you take the shot, and then what if I try my D six, you know, my secondary power? I'm I'm not rolling that well tonight. That's why I've been hesitating to do it. I don't want to roll and get like a one. And I don't know why you think you're not rolling well. You've hit it every time. <laughs> you have you have yet to miss with the Mason Collider. It's true. Okay, it's true. I think I'm. This feels like a million dollar shot. I'm going to spend two more brownie points to add to my moves on this one. Mm-hmm. To hit the yeah. to proton stream. Nice. Okay. I might as well maximize the one shot rather. Than- Oh, oh no! Eight, nine, ten. Well, I got an eleven and a ghost die. Hmm. <laughs> well. Okay. Good news and bad news. <laughs> Good news first. <laughs> okay, great. Good news is you fire the proton stream. It goes up and it tags it and it howls and wiggles and you uh, you have knocked it you have knocked down what you need to knock down this thing is not able to resist anymore your stream automatically locks on and you have oh. a capture stream sir uh, this thing is it's, it's a big swirly mess now the bad news 
as the ghosts die, uh, you have captured, you have a cornered animal, and you've just ensnared it. Um, I think, I think logically, what would happen is this thing starts fighting and knocking around, and this is going to start sending sparks and pieces of the scoreboard are going to go flying off onto the ice. Not a whole cataclysm, not a whole big disaster, but uh, you got some flying pieces of plastic and these like the smaller bulbs and some pieces of the L the, the LCD uh, screen and everything. Uh, so we're going to be have to sort of bob and weave, try and dodge out of the way, trying not to get uh, not not any sharp pieces or anything like that. But uh, so this is going to be taking what's already difficult terrain <laughs> and and making it more difficult. Uh, but you have this thing lassoed, but it is big and mad. So this is going to be tricky. But you've got, got it. So there's 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 potential here. Well, the, this is. This is a much more precarious scenario than than, I, than I'd imagine it becoming <laughs> because of these rolls. So, I'm, so this is I'm very interested in how we're going to resolve this because you've got it, but man, oh man, uh, you're 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 in, you're in a tight spot. Well, what do you think? Do you think I try to hit it now with my my secondary Maison Collider and see if I can't <laughs> if I can't puncture it? Or thin it out enough that it yeah, well, dissipates? Or Our only or, other I mean, option is you make a third trip back to the car to swap out for a proton pack and hope that the two of us can wrestle it in. wrangle this thing in. Well, you've got, yeah. you do have the trap out there, right? You have a trap? Yeah. Trap is still out there. We never mm-hmm. really but collected we that. we have to get it lower to the trap, do we not? It's not just a matter of being in the center of the trap. You do. You do. And um, uh, so typically, uh, especially for uh, novice Ghostbusters... You need at least two people to get this thing into the trap. Yeah, um, you're in a you're in a really precarious spot. So here here's I'm not I'm not going to tell you how to play, but I, here here's what I will offer up. <laughs> if this thing is weak enough, and it's already ensnared, I can let you substitute moves for muscles to try and capture this thing solo. Ooh, but it's gonna take it's gonna take gonna take a hit. And it's going to take some careful planning. Well, here's the thing. If you take this shot and the shot doesn't work or the shot works and I my muscling it in doesn't work, you're going to have to go get a proton pack anyway. So why not take the shot and see how it goes? Yeah. So why don't I do it? Worst case, it weakens it a little bit. That makes it a little easier for you to pull it in. But hell, mm-hmm. if you can weaken it enough, but I can't trap it, that at least maybe it'll thrash around a little less while you go get a proton pack. That I would uh, that that makes sense too. By the way, there's a heckler out there that's really getting his rocks off on telling us that <laughs> we don't really know what's mean. going on. Uh, yeah, is that can we can we hedge our bets and open the trap now? And if I hit it, however you want to do happens. that. That's that's how however you want to do that. Or should I just try to hit it first? Let's try to hit it first. All right. Okay. So I'm going. I'm going to hit the D6, not the ghost eye, right? Just a regular D6. Just a regular D6. So you've already hit it once within the same same sort of span of time. So I'm, I'm I'll, I'll allow it to, to okay. say that this is the same okay. thing. Thank you. And you because you haven't you haven't moved from your spot either. So you haven't moved and it hasn't moved. So that makes sense. So just a regular um, D6, and then I'll, I'll take whatever it is. Here we go. Come on. Here we go. Ooh. Five. Ooh, that's that's not bad. Oh, I'll take it. Yeah, I'll say um, I'll say that 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 can help. That'll help enough of a certain difficulty. That'll knock some difficulty down for a move if you want to try and capture this thing solo. All right, and you said I could try muscling it on this one. Yeah, you can try to muscle it, but you can also. Spend yeah, I was about to say. It's out of that I try to talk you into grapple becomes ghost grappling. Fine, <laughs> I'm going to spend. Oh you... God, let's let's end this. Sixty. <laughs> 
<laughs> get, yeah, get it in the can. You know what? Why not? I'm going to spend four brownie points. Nice. I am rolling a fistful of dice here. Come on. Lack of property destruction. Ten. Ten. Twenty-seven. Okay, that's that's pretty good. I'll say. So with all the pieces falling, so the, all these little pieces and chunks falling off the jumbotron, your feet are sliding around on the ice. You're trying to keep your footing. Uh, you know, you you, you so uh, I haven't even gotten into the uh, the overload pulse. So so Euler uh, uh, fired the overload secondary overload pulse. So when that fire went off, it it already had a lock on thing and, and like these. And like six little heat-seeking missiles that are smaller, but also like yellow in color, with little bolts like Mega Man firing lemons. Just it hits it, and it just it, it spasms again, but it kind of just clenches up and like stops putting up a fight. This allows the proton beam to tighten up a little bit more around it, and Trucky takes the hint, and just with a a, uh, a Indiana Jones whip, just like a up over the head, just. Boom, yanks that sucker down and it gets it down over the trap like real close and from that point on you just pull it in like Quint from Jaws just slowly pulling the, the rod back until finally this thing as it's getting sucked in trying to fight and pull away from you but now if you keep it over the trap this thing gets sucked in and this thing shuts off you're good to go this 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 thing in the trap are you telling me i just performed one of those proton slams like in the video game it was not built for a proton slam but with a muscles that was that strong against an enemy that was already that weakened and then hit again uh yeah i'm gonna Ah. (laughs) holy cow well done sir let's get out of here before the cops come I have no idea how we're going to explain this to Bowman, but yes, we should get out of here as fast as we possibly can. Yeah. I'll say that one Jersey Devil super fan just goes, yeah! Just one applaud. <laughs> Got the face paint on, way up in the nosebleed sections. I will take it. Thank you, sir. Thank you. All right, let's get out of here before we can before we yeah, do no more kidding, damage. Right? <laughs> so, yeah, with that, I'll say uh, you can head it back outside. People see you coming out with the smoke and trap. People are in kind of awe of like, is, is that it? You got it? Is this it? And they're 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 crowding around. Oh, yeah. A lot of attention on you guys. Um, how would you like to go on? Is this you? Are you just gonna load up and get the hell out of here, or is this is any any grandstanding? Uh, I think any grandstanding we do could be used against us. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, incognito is is uh, <laughs> as quickly as we can get out of there with as little exposure is probably the best course yeah. of action. I can already hear my cell phone ringing. I'm sure. Some people out there taking selfies at arm's length, you know. And some people out there filming, just be like, yeah, man. Like they're just filming like their 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 YouTube vlogs. Everybody, Jason here. <laughs> they're starting one up for the first time. They're like, just out here, I saw it myself. Ghostbusters came in. They're doing this. It's crazy out here, man. And they're just like, you know, they're all freaking out. Some are really excited. Some are just sort of in awe of what's happening. Uh, if you want to load up and get out of here, um, we can we can we can sort of do the the fast forward version of, of of what you would like to have happen, the sequence of events that can lead you back to the office. Yeah, let's do it. But as as we leave, I do want to just say, Euler, Trucky, we're out. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, Jersey. <laughs> it's been real, it's been fun, but it ain't been real fun. So, sorry about your scoreboard. <laughs> what do you say about the scoreboard? <laughs> <laughs> Not like you needed it. It's like, ooh, sick burn. Uh, <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. So when you get back to the office, are you still dressed in a Ghostbuster uniform? Hell yeah. 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 Okay. 
you bring you I'll say so uh, there's there's no other resistance you can bring everything back pretty uh, we uh, double pretty good. we double back to get um, the panel van I'm assuming I, I don't see yep. why why you wouldn't and that that I mean that can be a given um, you make it back into the office Bowman's there like he's been waiting like like knowing that you were on your on your way back and he's just like the hell is this like he sees you wearing ghostbusters gear <laughs> <laughs> like he's you know there's little, little little bits of slime little bits of ice on you little bits of all that stuff like what uh, uh he seems very puzzled not 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 like he's gonna blow his top but definitely was not expecting this when you walked in everything will become clear i hope this report doesn't include impersonating professional ghostbusters i look forward to reading every detail uh, I want that report in my inbox uh, before midnight tonight. I feel like, sir, if I can say one thing, it got a little complicated. It got a little dirty. Some things were broken. Uh, but per your instructions and per your orders, it was handled. And I think that's all that matters right now. I need a shower and a sandwich. So you can have my report first thing in the morning. And... I'm going to go change out of these clothes. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Uh, so, uh, with that, I'll say you guys, I, I think, I think it's safe to say you've, you've completed your assignment. Hey, hey. And, uh, I'm, I'm ready to, to dish out, uh, some brownie points. Nice. Uh, for your future, uh, building here, how you're, you want to stat these characters out. So, uh, first things first, um, you did end up catching everything, I guess by extension, because the, the, the big demon did end up eating those fish as well. So... <laughs> I'll say whatever you spent, you can get back. So that should bring you back up to twenty. So if you start at twenty, you spent some, you, you should get back up to twenty. And because it's, yeah. it's it's your first, this is your first game, your first go around. Um, I think it's only fair. It did some good role playing, had some pretty good laughs. I'm gonna go ahead and say you can get up to uh, ten more brownie points. So that should bring you up to thirty, which would allow you to spend thirty uh to buy a trade point which would take you down to zero so maybe i wouldn't recommend doing that right away but you're at least at a good spot where the next time you start earning brownie points you can uh very quickly 
afford to buy some more uh, traits to expand on those skills. Nice. nice. Oh man, that was awesome. Well, uh, yeah, I'm. I'm uh, I, I hope you guys had fun. This certainly went into strange directions that I was not fully prepared for. But that's that's <laughs> that's the beauty of it. I was I was about to say I was going to ask you what your post mortem on it was. If you uh, it uh, it actually honestly took longer than I, I thought. It I was did too. Take. And and this but, is uh, this is not a critique, but rather I think this is good role playing. You guys are a bunch of pencil pushers who decided to slap on some uh, nuclear accelerators, and you were being very responsible about it. Like, well, I don't want to do more property damage, because you know that that would cause more paperwork. <laughs> Whereas the Ghostbusters, typically, on some of the other games, the first time out, they didn't give a damn. They were just blasting. They was like, oh, car blowing up? That's fine. <laughs> this blowing up, I'm playing games at conventions. They're like, oh, yeah, we're going to do this thing. And it's like, I, there's, there, I played games at conventions where I said, hey, listen, so this is the order of events. Uh, uh, the things are going crazy. Uh, you guys are new Ghostbusters, so you should tackle this. Meanwhile, uh, uh, after you handle that, we'll see about doing this, and then if you do well on that one, we'll send you to, to the third location. And this one guy was like, "I want to glance over his shoulder, like do a stealth roll, see what that third location is. Can I see what that is?" And I go, uh, "Yeah, sure." He succeeded really well, and he goes, "He's like, okay, we're going there." And I'm like, "Are you are you for real?" And he's just like, "Yeah." I'm like, "All right, here we go. Buckle up, folks." And that was a uh, <laughs> that took some uh, hard right turns for sure. Um, but no, this I think I think this was good. This I I I definitely uh, thought. Much like in Back to the Future, they're like, "Why did we put Jennifer in that car?" You know, like, "Why, why, why did we put her in the car for part two? That was that was a difficult decision." It was like, "Why did you guys have to be Peacock to start out?" That was tricky <laughs> to get you out of a Peacock gear and into the Ghostbusters gear. But I am very, I'm very pleased with 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 how you guys jumped into it and just and just rolled with the punches and uh, and got down to business. I liked it, and it added like a, a wish fulfillment element too that that made it kind of exciting as players to be like. Wait, do we really get to do this? Oh, oh yeah. my god, we get to put these on. <laughs> but it was uh, it was funny to hear how cautious you guys were about uh, but 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 in character not wanting to deal with that fallout was 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 what was just funny to me because it, it made sense. So no, it was it was that was well done. Job security. Yeah, that it's really cool. Until you said it, I didn't realize that you were uh running us through a uh uh, a newbie Ghostbuster one that you already no, had. This, That's no, awesome. no, no. This was not. Really this was not that. a newbie uh, uh, thing. This is an entirely original scenario that that you guys did based on the rules that I pulled out of the book earlier this week. Yeah, this is oh. th- this is this is just looking okay. at the rules and it says, "Hey, roll. You know, uh, roll this. You know, do you like the results? Roll again. Roll this. Do you like the results? Roll again." Oh, I thought I thought you were, when you're talking about the convention group that, but that was that's oh, another yeah. instance. That was of a whole other, yeah. That, that was a whole other original experience. Yeah, okay, so this, okay. Yeah, cool. this was uh, this this is its own little introductory module, I suppose, <laughs> in, in, a, in a in a way. Nice. I mean, it, and it's been it's been a while since I've I've played, so it was great to kind of have this as an introductory. You know, I, I think that this for the listeners that are out there, uh, we're certainly not as uh, you know seasoned as the GB Resurrection crew, um, but. Um, it shows that if, if if I can jump back in and somehow find my footing, um, I would think any, anybody out there can pick it up and, and figure it out on their own, too. And especially with all the tools that, man, I mean, we were spoiled with you, Doug. This was awesome. Like, your the 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 knowledge and I I just wanted to ask you more about the Tunguska blast just to hear it. Um, I can tell you I can tell you what I think happened, but I don't know that that, that ain't canon. So um, <laughs> well, we can but, save we can uh, save that for another episode yeah, where we're gonna t- come yeah. and talk shop about uh, about the what's canon and what isn't and and how it all applies to the to oh the game. my god I mean a hundred percent. But that's that's where the beauty of it is and that's where the fun of it comes too. And and getting to use things like the KUD meter like I've never I've, I I love now that I kind of have a knowledge of what that was. Um, well, that's that's all that's all based on. 
on trying to make something that it's like, oh, this is the thing on the Ghostbusters wiki. It has no known use. And I'm like, well, what would be a good thing to use for a game? And then once again, making a game solves a lot of problems. So that's, that's, I I dig into those. (laughs) Oh, man, 100%. What do you mean this is an unanswered question? (laughs) Like, how are we going to, we got to, we got to use this somehow. (laughs) I like the way your brain works, man. I like it. Well, thank you, Doug. Thank you, Cap. thank you both. Uh, Sorry to keep you up so late. Uh, GBRPG.com. I want to get that in one last time before we say uh, goodnight to anybody and everybody here that's listening. And yeah, thanks thanks for the late night and thanks for the fun story and... Uh, can we do it again at some point? We won't make it stay Absolutely. super late again. Oh, no. That, now, now that I see how – because, again, everybody plays different, man. Every team is different. So now that I can see how you guys bounce off of each other, I can do one that's more tailor-made for not only your characters but for your style of play. And, uh, no, nah, this was good. You guys you guys are good players. So I, I think I think this is uh, – we can definitely do this again. And I've even got other homebrew things that we can throw out your way. We'll see. Mm. We can talk. we got a lot of – got nothing but time with, this, uh, with yeah. all this craziness going on. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're out there listening, hire Doug as your game master because this was awesome get, get him to be your ghost master for as much as you possibly can yeah uh, i guess just email me at uh douglasbanks at gmail.com <laughs> or or you can reach out at doug at nerdyshow.com or just hit me up on twitter at gb resurrection or at doug v banks on twitter it's all good man i'm, I'm not hard to find Hey folks, I hope you've enjoyed this adventure. If you did, maybe consider giving us a rating or review over on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser, and be sure to do the same for the Interdimensional Crossrip. You can also head over to our Patreon if you want to help fund some future stories. But speaking of, the final episode release cycle for Ghostbusters Resurrection Season 3 is on its way. And I'll just say it's happening really soon. (laughs) I don't want to get too specific just yet. But meanwhile, you can hear the very next episode right now on our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash omniverse media. If you think that this game would be a blast to play for yourself, and I assure you that it can be, (laughs) we have all the rules and tools that you would need to run your own game over at gbrpg.com. But if you're looking for a skilled Ghostmaster to run a game for you, I happen to know a guy. I actually am hireable as a game master for you, your friends. We can run a game that takes place in your hometown, busting some local haunts. But I'm also available for games that aren't Ghostbusters related. So if you'd like, drop me a line at ghostbusters at nerdyshow.com for any and all inquiries. Also, we have a new mini-series over on the Omniverse Patreon called Kate Was Here. It's this RPG experiment where I take a single role player on a crazy journey. Kat Blackard, the co-author of Season 3, takes on a role as an ordinary teenager, and I turn her world upside down. I would really like to thank Troy and Chris for inviting me to play this game with them. I really hope we get to do it again sometime. Big thanks to Chris, who actually did all of the editing and sound design on this crossover special. He saved me a bunch of time so I could keep working on the next couple episodes of GBR Season 3, so I really do sincerely appreciate that. But I hope you all take a chance to listen to the Ghostbusters Resurrection, and I hope to see you all very soon. And in the meantime, stay fit, keep sharp, and make good decisions. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 